there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. From Gimlet, this is Reply All. I'm PJ Vote, And I'm Alex Goldman. Welcome once again to Yes, Yes, No, the segment on our show where our boss, Alex Bloomberg, who, uh, you know, he's aging out of being with it and hip, um, comes to us and says, I don't really get what's going on on this thing on the internet. And then we explain it to him. Hi, Alex. Hello. Do you feel like my characterization of you was was mean or incorrect? Those are your two options. (laughs) (laughs) No, sadly, it was mean and correct. (laughs) Um, so do you have something for us? I do. So, all right. So here's a tweet from somebody named Rich Lotax Kianka. Uh-huh. Um, uh, at Richard Kianka. And it says, Antifa Super Soldier Update, all in caps. My cumbersome mech suit is too large to fit through the door to Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> no comprehension. Uh... <laughs> PJ Vote, do you understand this tweet? It's got 237 likes and 47 retweets. No, I do not understand this tweet. Alex Bloomberg, do you understand this tweet? I do not understand this tweet. (laughs) Uh, Alex Goldman, do you understand this tweet? I do. I do. What is going on? All right. It's fallen to you, my friend. All right. So you guys know what Antifa is, right? I do. I do. But I I could use a little refresher, actually. How much do you understand Antifa? I know that they are opposite fascists. Yes, like uh-huh. against against. And in fact, anti. Yes, that's what the anti stands for. Antifa is basically a loose coalition of groups around the country that tend to show up at protests wearing all black, sometimes holding shields, often uh, covering their faces with masks or bandanas. And the thing that sets them apart from most protesters is that some of them are willing to be violent. So their belief is like, we're not going to like just march and stuff like to fight fascism. You have to be willing the to whole, like, like, actually should, fight. The, the like, should people punch Nazis thing? It's like a political movement that's like, yes, yes, we should punch Nazis. And because Antifa is willing to be violent at protests and because they dress in like this menacing outfit, to certain parts of the right wing, they've become the boogeyman for any and every bad thing that happens in the world. Like when the shooting in um Texas happened this month, there were there were people on like sort of br- not Breitbart but like Mike Cernovich and like Gamer Gatey like alt-right internet were like the shooter was Antifa. This is an Antifa plot. Like they're kind of like constantly it's like one of the menaces that they're sure is always about to show up at their door. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. All right. 
Okay, so that's good. So I know what Antifa is now. You're, you're now we're now through the we're, first we've word. Got the word. We've got the first <laughs> word down. So this tweet is in reference to something that has sort of spun out over the course of the past couple months. Uh-huh. There's this group of left-wingers that's called Refuse Fascism, and it's run by this guy named Bob Avakian. I have not heard of either of those things. So Bob Avakian was kind of well-known in the 70s and 80s as like a political organizer. He is this communist guy He publishes books. He does these really long lectures. He describes himself as a poetic revolutionary. But most people have no idea who he is. And he is definitely not part of Antifa. So on August 5th, Baba Vakian posts this thing on his website that says, this nightmare must end. The Trump-Pence regime must go. And basically he says he wants to take to the streets in cities across the U.S. and continue protesting until the Trump administration is removed from power. Like he's calling, right. And this massive protest he called for probably would have come and gone and no one would have noticed it. But it caught the eye of this conservative YouTuber named Jordan Peltz. He posted this YouTube video that was called Antifa Has to Go. Here, you can take a look. Good morning, everyone. Um... He is not a police officer, but he dresses like a police officer. I usually don't make posts, especially vlogs like this, but there's been a number of things that have happened over the last seven days. Um, he wears like the sho- the chest-mounted walkie-talkie that cops talk into, and he's sitting in his not-police car. But it looks like a police car. Uh-huh. Like it has the divider oh God, behind the like seats. A, and he's got like a big uh, star. Like a fake sheriff star. And like so the, that, just so we're clear, the star on his shirt is printed is on his printed shirt. On his shirt. <laughs> oh no, I have depth perception fully. <laughs> and so Jordan's video is all about these November 4th protests, but Jordan's not describing a protest. He's describing like an all-out war. And he's replaced the name of Baba Vakian's group, Refuse Fascism, with Antifa. Antifa's next step. On their website, they are calling for an open civil war that they will start here in the United States in November. They are fundraising for weapons, training, ammunition, supplies. He also has a massive rifle behind him. Yes. And all this stuff about like an armed insurrection, like Bob Vakin was not saying that. Absolutely not. So Jordan Peltz makes this video and it starts taking off. And then... This thing gets even bigger because this Facebook group called Our Vets Before Illegals posted this like distilled version of the Pelts video with a bunch of menacing music behind it. And they cut in scenes from violent Antifa protest. Honestly, if our leaders and and our leadership isn't going to step up and, and finish this, we have to. So that got viewed 3.1 million times. And then the fears around this uprising on November 4th are exacerbated when in late September, some of the members of Bob Avakian's group refuse fascism. The original group. Right. And I'm talking like maybe eight or nine people go, they block traffic on the L.A. freeway holding, you know, like when you're at the, you know, when you're at like a sporting event and people hold individual letters to spell out something, theirs says November 4th, it begins. Whoa. So they shut down traffic. They all get arrested. But that is, that is another like sign. Proof. Yes. And then this argument that Antifa is trying to start a civil war, it starts to spread. Like Alex Jones, the Infowars guy, he picks it up and talks about 
how this violent group of people are now planning this big revolution. Antifa plans civil war to overthrow government, and they're handing out AK-47s, shanks. They're planning their attacks on public officials, police. Meanwhile, lefty Twitter people, they like get wind of the fact that suddenly the right wing is very scared that there's going to be this huge uprising, and they think it's hilarious. Right, and their favorite thing to do if somebody on the right is really scared about something is to just like mess with them. Yeah, so... They start making jokes about how ridiculous this thing is. They tweet stuff like, do you remember the beginning of The Real World, the TV show? Yeah. It was like on November 4th, millions of Antifa super soldiers are going to stop being polite and start getting real. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the one that really made an actual, actually surprising impact was this Twitter goof who goes by the name Crang T. Nelson Mm -hmm. tweeted, can't wait for November 4th when millions of Antifa super soldiers will behead all white parents and small business owners in the town square. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but what happened is that people who thought that Antifa was actually going to have an uprising on November 4th, they took these jokes very seriously. Oh, really? And another pretty fringy right-wing website, this website called Gateway Pundit, they reported on these joke tweets. As real. As real. They were saying left-wing Antifa threatens to overthrow the government, and they would have a bunch of these tweets where people were making goofs. It's like the actual exaggerated fear and the and the and the mock exaggerated fear have like literally met and are fully overlapping. They totally yeah. are. So like that's wild. And there are videos on YouTube of concerned armed citizens planning on how to defend against Antifa. November fourth is coming. Are you ready? Are you ready for what's going to happen on November 4th? Go home, clean your rifles, load up your magazines, make sure your food preps and your water preps, your medical supplies, make sure everything's in order. You want a war with us? Bring it on. That's all I can say. Honestly, I'm happy. I'm happy. Dude, we've been on the verge of the Great War or whatever for what seems like forever. Um, And I'm just ready to get it going. So as this sort of anxiety continues, this starts sort of going more and more mainstream. Okay. Um, And then the morning of November 4th, Fox News does a piece on it. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's Fox and Friends. Antifa Apocalypse? The group known as Antifa, uh, anti-fascists, they're going to be holding one of 20 protests uh, being held across the country. The group Antifa Refuse Fascism is planning 20 rallies in, or 20 rallies across the country uh, to try to drive President Trump and Vice President Mike Pence, drive them from power using violence. Oh, my God. Uh, the, so the, the giant Chiron is Antifa plans to overthrow president. Wow. What? And like the other thing that's crazy about this is like Donald Trump loves Fox and Friends. Like he tweets about it all the time. He seems to watch it most mornings. Like he probably saw this story. Do you think that the president of the United States thinks that this was really going to happen? Yes, I do. He said after Charlottesville, like something that people didn't totally like. It didn't even occur to me. Of course. When they asked him to like denounce the white supremacists, he was like, and he was like, oh, there's bad guys on both sides. He was talking about Antifa. Like he actually clarified a couple days later when he was doubling down on his comments. He was like, Antifa. Like that's 
he he lives in a news reality where like there's a left wing militia that's like organizing the overthrow of the state, and where that tweet, Krang's tweet, which is sort of like I'm we're coming to behead white people and small business owners, is real. Yeah. So on the morning of November fourth, all the Twitter goofs wake up and immediately start tweeting things like. Hey, Antifa super soldiers, um, I've got a bunch of PB&J in my wagon. <laughs> we're we're going to meet down at so-and-so and start beheading white people. What do you say? <laughs> and, like, there were a lot of jokes to that effect. Uh-huh. And so what ended up actually happening is that a lot of the armed preppers from the YouTube videos, they, like, went out anticipating an Antifa civil war. And, of course, that's not what they found because that didn't exist. What they found was, like, in a couple cities, there were some normal protests, people holding signs, banging drums, saying, hey, hey, ho, ho, Trump and Pence have got to go. And so all these armed people who were anticipating this violent Antifa uprising, their takeaway was like, well, yeah, of course, the reason that Antifa didn't show up is because we scared them away. Wow, that is so crazy. Um, All right, I think I'm ready to, um, I think I'm ready to recap, everyone. Okay. All right. All right, here it is. Uh, the tweet again. Rich Lotax Kianka says, Antifa super soldier update, colon, my cumbersome mech suit is too large to fit through the door to Arby's. Okay, so I'm assuming a mech suit is sort of like a, a soldier suit or something? It's a giant robot from anime that you can run around in. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, great. Okay, so anyway, this tweet. I now know that this tweet is in response to the armed uprising... Um, by Antifa on November 4th that many people believed was going to happen but was actually never going to happen because it was just the idea of like um, some rando who nobody takes seriously but then it got picked up and blown out of proportion and this and he's respond and he's talking about that whole thing and he's and he imagines a world in which there was an actual uh, armed uprising and he was one of the super soldiers and he's sending out an ups- update that um he couldn't come to the war because his mech suit got stuck in the door of Arby's. <laughs> We're at yes, yes, yes. <laughs> We're at yes, yes, yes. Coming up after the break, we get stuck in some Buffalo. Summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear debris with the 40-volt jet fan leaf blower. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at your cordless power source, the Home Depot. How doers get more done. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddle boards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Hey, fellas. Here's a tweet. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> we should call the segment, Hey, fellas, here's a tweet. <laughs> that, is a, that is a catchier name than yes, yes, no. Uh, okay, so so um, this one is interesting because it's got like a lot of things that I sort of half know, but then they're all they're all in the way of things, sort of like mashed together in a, in a in a in a way I find confusing. Like you know the words, but then when you arrange the words together, I know they... the words, and I even know some of the words that are are certain memes because you've explained them to me on previous yes, yes, no's, but now they're coming back in like new and confusing forms. Okay. That's the way of things. All ready? Yeah. All right, so here's the tweet. It's from Brian Feldman. Quote, Constable frozen milkshake ducked for being horny on Maine, end quote, is 2017's, quote, Buffalo, 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 end quote. <laughs> Alex Goldman, do you understand what this tweet means? <laughs> yes. PJ Vogt, do you understand this tweet? Mostly, yes. Uh, Alex Bloomberg, do you understand this tweet? No, no. Okay, we're back at yes, yes, now. Yeah. We're back in the comfortable place. Familiar territory. Before we start, do you guys know the Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo? I don't, that's the part I don't know. So, Buffalo, written nine times, uh, with, what, three, with with three that are capitalized, is a grammatically correct sentence using a bunch of different Uses of the word buffalo. Oh, so it's like buffalo eight. the animal eight. eight times. Buffalo the animal. Buffalo like buffalo to intimidate. Buffalo the city in New York. If you rate it, rate it. The, the sentence construction is like uh, the first three actually make sense to me. The next five you kind of lose me a little bit. Right. I, I mean, there's more to it than that, and it's actually very complex. But the whole choke of it is that this is even though this looks like gibberish. This is an actual sentence. I'm not moving forward until I understand the sentence. Yes. Oh, my God. Buffalo, Buffalo. Animals that call themselves Buffalo. The animals called Buffaloes from the city of Buffalo. That's a Buffalo, Buffalo. So, like, that, New York bison. Yes. So, okay, so it's Buffalo, Buffalo, which are Buffalo from the city of Buffalo um, that intimidate uh, that uh, the animals from the city of Buffalo bully. So that Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo. Wait. Oh my God! Wait, Buffalo, Buffalo. So it's animal. So Buffalo from, from Buff, the bison from New York. I feel like we've been here for a thousand years, and this is just hell. Buffalo. Like we never get out of this sentence. 
wait. But then I'm like, uh, the third buffalo, I'm still confused. But okay, the third so buffalo the third is buffalo is, new, is again, describing um, New, York, the New York State buffalo. Oh, this is so painful. Got it. So the, th- all right, think of it this way. You have to draw this for it to make sense. The, Alex's explanation, by the way, so far is, okay, so buffalo from the city of Buffalo, uh, swindle buffalo. Okay, so so buffalo <laughs> from the city of Buffalo. All right, you think just of the f- literally keep doing the first right, three buffalo. Just hold on a second. I can't. Hold on a second. <laughs> Get I- to the fifth <laughs> buffalo. <laughs> Let's start with the first two. No. Think of no. the first two as their own independent thing. The first two are are buffalo from the city of Buffalo. Okay? I got that. New York Bison. And that was well second, established. The second three buffalo are the second three. Buffalo. The second three words buffalo. Uh-huh. Are that the first are, two and then the second three? The second yeah, three are the, the second three describe their own clause, which is um, so it's buffalo, buffalo, that buffalo, 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 that buffalo from the city of Buffalo bully. What are you doing? Are 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 buffaloing buffaloes from Buffalo, New York? That's the last three. <laughs> I'm just gonna pretend that, that makes sense to me, so we can move on. I'm sorry that I wanted to know this. I don't. I'm, it doesn't make sense to me. Okay, so what we know is that the buffalo thing is a joke about words, right? And how one word can mean a lot of things, and you can right. use it over and over again. So allegedly, this this the sentence that is just the word buffalo eight times is an actual grammatically correct sentence about bison from New York swindling other bison from New York. Oh, now I understand what's going on because the first. Sentence in this tweet, constable frozen milkshake duct for being horny on Maine seems like a bunch of words, but it also connotes meaning. I think that's what's going on here. Yes. Oh. But we still have a ways to go. Mm-hmm. So, Alex, just going through the first part, constable frozen milkshake duct for being horny on Maine. I know that you know some of these things. <laughs> I know milkshake duct. Uh, and do you want to do a refresher on that? Milkshake duct is is how uh, is 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 a term that means when. The internet loves you for a second, and then it turns on you. Yes. Yes. Okay. Much like the milkshake duck. Yes. In the uh, tweet that originated the phrase milkshake duck, there is a premise that there's a cute duck that that drinks milkshakes, and then you find out that the milkshake duck is racist. Yes. Right. So, like, this, the tweet that we're talking about refers to, uh, for lack of a better word, a scandal that erupted a couple weeks ago. Alex, have you seen Frozen? Yes. I have kids. Well, actually, my kids uh, won't ever watch the whole thing through because they're they're afraid of everything, so they can't. It's it's too scary for them. Is Frozen scary? No. What is it about? Yeah, there's two princesses, Anna and Elsa, and they're they grow up in the castle together in the happy land, but then their parents go off on a voyage, and then they are shipwrecks and they die, and then the one with the powers is like can't, um, isn't allowed to hang out with the one without powers. And then when she when she finally lets she runs away and then she finally lets loose and she rips off her gloves and that's when she sings her signature song. Let, let it go. Let, let it go. Don't hold it back. I don't know anything <laughs> Let it go. The yeah. cold never bothered me anyway. Is it like a queen song? <laughs> no, we're just not very good singers. <laughs> it sounds like a queen song. Okay. So so basically like the point is the internet really likes Frozen. The internet really likes Elsa. Mhm. And it being the internet, there's like a lot of there's a lot of people taking Elsa and putting her in weird situations. Mm-hmm. So there's like 
a whole genre of YouTube video that is like adults dressing up as Elsa and pretending to be pregnant. There's like Elsa pregnant with her husband, Spider-Man stuff. It's just like once you hit a certain level of entering into people's imaginations, like things start to happen. Elsa imagining Elsa pregnant? Yes. Like that's like the weird edge of it. There's in like the less weird version of it, there, there's this really popular Tumblr blog called Constable Frozen, okay, which is made by this unknown person who loves Frozen and is just good at these like super meticulous photoshops where they'll take characters from Frozen like Elsa and put them into other movies and things like that. Just like what if Elsa was everywhere uh-huh. and people go crazy for it, like tens of thousands of notes, which is Tumblr's version of just like likes or retweets or whatever. Got it. Um, there's also like a bunch where there's like Elsa crossing over into different Disney franchises. There's a lot of like frozen Moana crossovers that this person made. My daughter was also afraid of that one. She also got too scared with that one when she was sailing across the sea and she has to see there's a lava monster that she has to fight. But uh, that feels reasonable. But like, but she was, and so she was literally doing the same thing, which she always does, which she was scaring and telling us to turn it off. But then we would go to turn it off. She would be like, no, no. And so then she was just sort of like, crying and like turning away and then not letting us turn it off and not wanting to leave the room and she was like in that state of like crying not wanting us to turn it off but also not wanting to leave the room for like a good half an hour and then she defeated the lava monster and then she sang her song and then Samira was so overwhelmed that she just started weeping but she was standing in front of the TV like singing along <laughs> with tears coming down her eyes and she was singing they are descended from warriors and, like right that's the power of Disney or whatever, whoever makes that thing. Wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. So Constable Frozen like does all these mashups. Some of them have Moana. A lot of them don't. Can I just, can I show you one of them? This is like a series that Constable Frozen made. <laughs> okay. So it's, it's Elsa getting off a big plane and waving at people. And she's like, so it's like, she's a computer generator or whatever, but this is like a real picture of a plane. It's a real picture of a plane. Okay. Second frame. Second frame. She's getting up a plane that says Arendelle, uh, which is this, the land of which she's the princess in the movie. And she's surrounded by Marines. And she's surrounded by Marines, and she's about to descend a big staircase. And then uh, she's standing next to Donald Trump. <laughs> and then she's at the... She's in Congress. She's in, she's in Congress, standing in front of Joe Biden and John Boehner. And then she's shaking Donald Trump's hand. That is a good Photoshop. Yeah, it really is. Oh, and, and she's a, freezing him. There's a close-up of her freezing his hand. And that's it. That's it. So it's kind of just like, I don't really understand. That had um, 29,000 notes, and mm-hmm. I don't get it. Like, I don't actually get what is good or bad or whatever about it. It's just like... It, well, just imagine the world in which Princess Elsa from Arendelle was making a diplomatic visit to the United States and meeting Donald Trump and appearing before Congress. Right. It's like... They, or the person. They, he, this person has, like, being John Malkovich brain, but for, like, Elsa, and they represent it, and, like, people... Love it. Love it. In that way that people love things on Tumblr, which is like, I never understand what's going on. Got it. But then, this month, Ryan Broderick, who does the Internet Explorer podcast, he was like, hey, everybody, I've gotten to the bottom of, like, the weirdest, strangest internet mystery I've ever found, which, like, for him is a very large claim to make. Wow. And he's like, it's about Constable Frozen and, like, something that was under our noses the whole time. (gasps) What? So, some of the Constable Frozen creations feel slightly adult mm-hmm. um so like the and, and the thing that like unlocks it for him is that there's this one post in particular october 27th of this year um that a lot of people noticed because mm-hmm. it's yeah um it's 
Rapunzel from the movie Tangled. She's tying up a woman using her hair, uh, which is like whatever. And then the next scene of it is like Rapunzel strapped to a table with her arms restrained. And then off to the side, there's this prince. And you could miss it at first, but he's off to the side and he has like a ball gag in his mouth. It's a bit soft focus, so it's not the first thing that your eyes are drawn to. It's the kind of thing that once you see, you don't not see. (laughs) And so when that happened and people saw the ball gag, they started just like going back and looking through old Constable Frozen posts. And they were like, huh, there's like stuff under her nose that like just seemed weird at the time, but in retrospect feels like significant. And so Ryan's theory. Right, it's like the way everybody, going back and watching like the the Louis C.K. movie. Where it's like, oh, this guy constantly talked about masturbation. Maybe that was meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. So Ryan's theory is that this whole time, Constable Frozen has been like a hidden in plain sight Vor fetish blog. What do <laughs> What kind of fetish? So vor is like... Um, vor? It, vorophilia is a fetish where you sexualize the idea of people consuming other people. But it doesn't have to be like cannibalism. Like it can be... <laughs> <laughs> That's the best butt I've ever <laughs> But it doesn't have to be cannibalism. Well, so there's soft vor. <laughs> it's more like... Like it's usually like furries or Disney characters, like cute things, like a giant genie from Aladdin... And, like, a small version of the genie from Aladdin will be, like, going into his mouth. But it's not, right. like, gnashing teeth and, like, viscera. It's, it's like, not like Hannibal Lecter, like, cutting off arms and no. drinking them with Chianti. It's, like, every time there's a kid's movie where somebody, like, goes into a giant whale or the school bus goes into a body. But sex-jewel. Se- How do they know sex-jewel? it's sex-jewel? How do they know it's sex-jewel? <laughs> so, uh, they know that people are getting some sort of complicated pleasure out of it because there's a lot of those people are like making tumblers and like sharing vor pictures so once you know like ryan is somebody who's like done a deep dive on soft four and so he was like oh my god like look at some of these posts like um there's some of a, these constable frozen posts yeah so there's like one where it's like elsa and her sister and they're talking to merida from the movie brave who's got red hair first panel they're talking to her then like merida disappears and she and her red hair are gone and they're like Elsa and her sister are sharing red spaghetti, which looks like a lot like the missing person's hair. Merida's hair. Merida's hair. Or like uh, there's this one very popular post that's just called like ice cream where Anna is Elsa's sister. Yes. Anna sees Olaf, the frozen snowman, Uh in the library and is like, Olaf, soft serve ice cream. Olaf quickly drinks a glass of milk, flies over Anna's head, Uh and then sort of spews soft serve ice cream from above her into her like smiling mouth below her, into her smiling open mouth smiling open mouth and he's so he's he becomes like the sort of a a, a animated s- snowman soft serve ice cream dispensing machine that flies over your mouth and and spits it out which is boorish because he is feeding himself to her because he himself he's made ice of ice yes. he has drank drank milk well, and the funny thing is, like, Tumblr is a place where people are often going to share their, like, weird sort of sexual fetishes. So it's not like these are people who are like, oh, my God. like Sexual fetishes on the Internet. Right. It's not like they're saying, like, this is gross even. They're just like, what you've done is you've gone horny on Maine, which is when you tweet or, like, post porn from your main actual account instead of some, like, porn-specific alt account. <laughs> I think it sounds I think it sounds so funny because like in the 70s that totally could have been a Bruce Springsteen album Horny on Maine <laughs> yeah and it was just like hit the E Street band playing fucking trumpets or whatever 
But like Ted right. Cruz accidentally faved a link to porn or like his intern, according to him, did like a couple months uh-huh. ago. That's Ted Cruz going horny on Maine. Oh, um, got it. Has Constable Frozen responded to the controversy? Well, so this other reporter, Brian Feldman, who's actually the guy who he, he does, he does select all the blog, the internet blog for New York Magazine. But also the guy who actually like tweeted this tweet that we're just knowing. He <laughs> tracked down the person behind Constable Frozen who turns out to be a man. Which is interesting because everybody in the responses on Tumblr just automatically assumed that it was a woman. A lot of people did, yeah. Um, I don't know. But it's a man. He's South Korean. His name's um, Shin Chul. And over a very hastily put together Google Translate-assisted interview where Shin Chul said, I hate four. This is not four. I I don't... I believe him. Really? It definitely feels porny. Yeah. Definitely, like, something's going on here. Like, this isn't just some big cultural misunderstanding. I mean, there's, like, an image on this blog that I won't open at work because it looks so much like a two girls, one cup with, like, chocolate ice cream and Elsa. Yeah. Whatever type of horny on Maine he was, um, they're definitely horny. They're definitely horny on Maine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like that feels established. (laughs) Whether it's, like, like really really out there horny on Maine or just sort of like, eh, you just know. Disney character horny yeah, on Maine. Yeah, exactly. Do you want to uh, explain this tweet back to us? Yes. Okay, so let me just, uh, uh, okay, so here's the original tweet. It's from at B.A. Feldman. Quote, Constable Frozen Milkshake Duct for being horny on Maine, end quote, is 2017's, quote, Buffalo, 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 end quote. So the 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 first phrase, Constable Frozen Milkshake Duck for being on Horny in Maine, refers to the owner of a Tumblr who would create uh, scenes with photoshopped uh, Disney characters, most usually the the characters from Frozen, doing funny things, but then sort of like slightly porny things. Um, and so the owner of Constable Frozen got milkshake ducked, which means that like first the internet loves you, but then they turn on you. For being horny on Maine, which means uh, tweeting uh, out porn from your regular account rather than from your secret account. Uh, that is correct. And now you're going to make him explain the Buffalo thing? Yeah, too? I think now just do the easy part of wrapping so up the Buffalo sentence. So that seemingly nonsense sequence of words is 2017's, this seemingly nonsense sequence of words, Buffalo, 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 which... I still don't know exactly what that means, but <laughs> apparently it is a there if you you can grammatically make it you can make it all make sense if there's a bison from New York. All right. But so the buffalo 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 they bully bison from New York who also buffalo buffalo buffalo. Alex, I think that was a perfect explanation. But how, th- where's the who? Just bi- bi- bison from New York. We're, we're staying here until this is done. No, we're at yes. No, we're Bully. not at yes. <laughs> bison from the city of Buffalo. Proper noun Buffalo. Noun Buffalo. Reply All is hosted by me, PJ Vote, and Alex Goldman. If you happen to illustrate a Vore image of a cartoon Alex eating a tiny cartoon Alex, please tweet it at me. Our show is produced by Shruti Pimanani, Fia Benin, and Damiano Marchetti. 
Our editor is Tim Howard. His band Soltero has a new album out called Western Medicine Blues. It's extremely good. Go listen to the song New Revelations. You'll be glad. Our intern is Anna Foley. We were mixed by Rick Kwan. Special thanks this week to George Ciccarello Marr, Merrick Kay, and Brian Feldman. Fact-checking by Michelle Harris. Our theme music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Our ad music is by Build Buildings. Matt Lieber is cookies somebody brought to the office. You can visit our website at replyall.limo. You can find more episodes of the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Good morning. Saving dream sequence. Error. File corrupted. Good morning. Should we head back? I haven't heard anything out there since the gunfire. Oh man, they shot up our piano. John Cage would be so proud. Let us bow our heads in 4 minutes and 33 seconds of silence. Just kidding. Do you think you can fix it? Do you think we can still play it? Sounds like something's rattling around in there. Oh, it's some kind of metal box. Was that in the piano the whole time? The gunshots must have dislodged it. I wonder what's inside. <laughs>